The Oneilum Wars Blog by author N.B. Van Yost. Purification According to Brother, the purifiers had been dormant for nearly one billion years, but new disturbances in the galactic landscape had recently roused them from their slumber. The biological cleansing of a planet was what really got the gears moving, and Brother really had no other choice than to initiate the purification protocol. The universe had once again created viral life forms that either destroyed or enslaved all they came in contact with. The natural life within the galaxy was now threatened by these viral forces on the move. Jigo completed his testing routines and was satisfied with his new form. He was very powerful and felt alive after such a long sleep. He flexed his limbs and tested their dexterity before moving from the reanimation lab to the control room. Brother was waiting to brief him before they could formulate a plan. The corridors, long empty, suddenly sprang to life as small worker bots began cleaning the dust and debris accumulated over their long slumber. They would work tirelessly until their home was back to its former glory. He remembered that glory as though it was yesterday, but then again, to him it was. He entered the control room through a door that didn't quite open the whole way, but his powerful arms easily slid it into its recess. Inside the control room looked just as he remembered it, He knew Brother kept workers busy over the millennia, keeping it spotless for when their reign would return. Their work was never done as life continually evolved these viral beings bent on destruction. He would always have something to do, and it felt good to be needed. Hello, Brother. I am ready for duty, he announced to the empty room. The disembodied voice of Brother responded, So good to see you again, Chico. I approve of the new form, very aesthetically pleasing. Indeed, brother, as do I, Jigo replied. Where do we stand? As I already reported, an act of cleansing was detected in quadrant 20245H, and that was the necessary event to necessitate your awakening, brother said clinically. However, further analysis by additional probes has returned very distressing data. I see. Jigo said without judgment. Please share. Brother paused as though in thought, but Jigo knew he was simply aggregating the data to present a formal summarization. Our galaxy has finally been caught within another galaxy's gravity well, and mutual attraction is combining the two into a new super galaxy that will eventually settle into a grand spiral with a third more systems than our present galaxy. Brother paused for commentary. I see. So our mandate now covers more than our own galaxy? I like it, Jigo said. I assume the viral threat has likely increased due to this? Indeed, perhaps by a thousandfold since the newer galaxy has never been purified, Brother said. Our work is never done, Brother, never done, Jigo said emphatically. How many viral threats exist? Within our own galactic borders... I have identified two predominant threats, one of which executed the cleansing of the planet which woke you, Brother said. And the other galaxy? Jigo asked. 
That is the rather interesting part. Once I began detecting the viral threats in our galaxy, disturbing information surfaced about an identical two threats in the other galaxy. I was able to capture some of the newer propulsion technologies and equip our probes with them. And after some rather clever modifications on my part, the new probes were able to cross into the new galaxy and assess what was happening there. Brother stopped again while Jigo processed. So we will be able to reach the new galaxy easily? Jigo asked. Yes, Brother replied. That is excellent news. I assume you have already sent the new specs to our facilities? Jigo said excitedly. And all facilities except one report online and beginning the fabrication process, Brother confirmed. All right, back to the threats, Jigo said. What about the two in our galaxy, seeing how our facilities are located here? The two main threats analyzed so far are an insectoid race called the Treeu. They follow the similar patterns as any insect population that gains the upper hand on its environment. They have currently spread to approximately 22% of the galaxy with an annual projected growth rate of 11% per year, Brother reported. And their homeworld? Which quadrant? Jigo asked, interested in the new species. They had never purified an insect threat before, so this was something new and different. Their homeworld is approximately 30 billion light years from our galaxy, Brother said without emotion. Brother, that is impossible. Are you sure of this? Jigo asked incredulous at the obvious error Brother had made. The information comes straight from their databases, Brother said assuredly. It has been cross-checked with multiple sources. Jigo was confused. An insectoid race from another galaxy. In fact, one that was impossibly far from their own. And they had invaded and were spreading like a disease? This was most disturbing. How did they get here? Is this new technology you have acquired capable of such an impossible journey? No, Brother reported dryly. Then how did they manage to get to our galaxy? Jigo asked. Some abnormal hole in space-time? Brother didn't respond at first. Finally, after the long pause, he answered. They arrived via supernatural means. Jigo was dumbstruck. What? How is it you believe such a thing even exists? He demanded, certain his counterpart was somehow damaged or demented after so long alone. You are a being of pure science, and only science. Supernatural nonsense is for the very beings we purify. Have you run an extensive diagnostic on yourself since my awakening? I have, and all systems are nominal, Brother said passively. I have calculated the odds of such a supernatural excursion to be about 38% plus or minus 3%. That is impossible, Jigo said, concerned for his counterpart. How did you come by this analysis? Brother ran down a list of over 1,000 possible scientific scenarios that could explain the travel from such an impossible distance, and in each case the time required exceeded the current estimated age of the universe. And that is why you jumped to supernatural, simply because you cannot find a natural explanation? Jigo asked. No, I also have interpreted a deity from their databases. Not only is it referred to as their creator but as their champion in this conquest of our galaxy, Brother replied. Here is an image of this deity. The large screen in the control room blinked to life, and the image of a tall being appeared with the name Konval written underneath it. The being wasn't even insectoid and certainly didn't appear supernatural. 
Then the image shifted into motion and the being simply vanished as the insects around him bowed in deference. All right, I'll grant you that is a neat trick, Jigo said impressed. But it doesn't mean it is supernatural. Perhaps an interdimensional phase shift? We have certainly speculated such a means of travel might be possible. I agree. This was my earlier analysis as well, Brother admitted. However, the image does not present any of the theoretical signs of such a shift. A spectral analysis indicates no high-level radiation or exotic particles present when he disappears. Jigo didn't like how this was progressing. He was created to destroy viral life forms, but supernatural deities were something beyond their programming. If this god could simply transport his insects across the universe, then he would likely be able to destroy the purifiers without much difficulty. Their mission would be ended before they even started. Fine, brother. We will leave that aside for the moment. Show me the other threat, Jigo asked. The screen changed to a large and grotesque life form. The hair was long and matted, and the sexual organ was far too large in relation to the body. What were they? The name underneath called them the Acrian. He hoped there was no god attached to these beasts. The image changed and showed the beastly armies in battle. They were fierce and powerful, their large bodies defying the enemy thrown against them. The image changed once more, and now the beasts were seen sexually violating the defeated army, many of the exploits resulting in death. Enough, brother, Jigo said disgusted. They are truly a threat to life. Size and growth projections? They currently control approximately 18% of the galaxy and have a projected growth rate of 15%, Brother replied. You mean they are growing faster than the insects? Jigo asked. That seems unlikely. I concur with your disbelief, but a change in their tactics dictated by their deity has given them a new edge against the insect armies. They are beginning to effectively fight back against the insects brother said. Wait, they have a deity too? Jigo asked. Yes, brother said. However, they come from within our own galaxy. So they are defenders of our galaxy, Jigo concluded. Possibly, but their very nature is a threat to life in our galaxy, brother said. They too must be purified. Speculation, Jigo asked, knowing brother had already thought about this conundrum but rarely shared such analysis unless asked. His programming was excellent, but lacked the subtleties of real life forms. That was why Jigo had been created, to replicate the life forms in every way possible, including how they thought and felt. Though he rarely used his emotions, they were available when required. Based on the analysis of the data intercepted from both species, it appears they are locked in a battle for the conquest of our galaxy. It is as though both deities are using their creations as weapons of war to battle for total domination. For what purpose is unknown, Brother said. We know their purpose. Destruction, Jigo countered. It is always to consume and destroy. The very nature of life run amok. He paused, briefly wondering how they would defeat such a supernatural invasion. Show me their creator. The screen changed again and another elegant being was displayed with the name Hamet underneath it. Again, the god looked nothing like its creation. Do you believe they are actual creators of this species? Jigo asked. Whether through natural or supernatural means, the data strongly indicates this to be true, 
brother replied. Well, I agree the armies probably believe it, but do you believe it? Jigo pressed. He needed to see how his counterpart felt, even when he didn't have emotions. He needed more than the clinical analysis. You wish me to create a supposition on this situation beyond the purely analytical? Brother asked calmly. Yes, brother, Jigo replied. I must admit, my logical processors are having difficulty with the entire scenario, but my scientific curiosity has been aroused. In creating a supposition, I have to put aside the obvious logic traps that dispel such entities from existence. But in doing so, we open a whole host of possible scenarios, of which all become possible. Brother stopped briefly. Since we can assume not all scenarios are possible, we must make assumptions to construct a plausible scenario. I have done such a thing and came up with three possible suppositions. Let's hear them, Jigo said. The first scenario is based on the idea that the two beings are super-evolved natural life forms that have tapped into an ethereal aspect of the universe that we can neither detect nor interact with. It is even possible that both entities evolved from the same species originally, though that seems less plausible since their armies come from different origins. Brother reported. These super-evolved life forms then created their armies using natural means like genetic manipulation and cloning. I present this supposition with a probability of approximately 12%. The second supposition is based on the theory that parallel universes exist and that somehow these beings came from such a universe. Given the likely differences in the physics of their universe, it has somehow imbued them with the powers outside the realm of our physics. Brother paused. Likewise, these beings use their extraordinary powers to manipulate the natural evolution of the armies they now control. This supposition has a probability of approximately 9%. And the last one, Jigo asked, impressed with his counterpart's ability to think outside the box. The last one has an 18% probability, even though it contains the most fantastical elements, Brother said. If we speculate that each entity did create each species, then it would follow that they likely created each of the galaxies that the species came from. Based on that assumption, Every galaxy likely has a creator, and the natural processes that we have come to know as science is indeed a process started by such a deity. This sounds too much like the religions we have encountered while purifying. Many even embraced our purification as a gateway to their salvation in the arms of their creator. Is this what you are suggesting? Jiko asked. I am, Brother said quietly. It is possible that our very existence though from a known race, was actually a product of the natural processes started by one of these entities. And the probability for this supposition, why so high? Jigo asked. Because the other galaxy we are merging with also has two dominant species vying for ultimate domination of that galaxy, Brother said. And they each have a creator on their side? Jigo concluded. Yes, Brother said. In fact, one of the species is from a neighboring galaxy led by the deity called Denirdin. An image appeared on the screen with the reptilian forms surrounded by other reptiles. So this creator takes the form of its own creation, Jigo said. That means they can change their appearance. I would agree with that assessment, Brother said. Then this Hamet, you assume he created our galaxy? Jigo asked. If we are to believe my third supposition brother said. All right, 
the fourth threat? Jigo asked, deeply disturbed by the forces arrayed against them. The Lyran, brother said. Though data indicates that nearly two million sentient species fight on their side, they are shapeshifters, able to create the body of any organic life form they come in contact with. Are all the species that follow them simply shapeshifted Lyran? Jigo asked. I do not believe so, brother said. It is more likely that their identity is hidden behind this species that does not come from the galaxy. The screen changed to the view of a bridge of a spaceship with several species visible. There, the being sitting in the command chair. That is one of the alien species. Interesting, Jigo said. And their god? Another screen change and a rather different picture of a creator appeared. It was nothing like the others and seemed almost too alien. Jigo rather thought the being should be the creator of the insects rather than the Lyran. The name beneath the picture was Kirgat. I am beginning to understand the difficulty in our task, Jigo said. Do you believe these deities have supernatural powers to destroy us? I do, brother said. Then our purification efforts are doomed from the start, Jigo said with some of his emotions surfacing. He lived for purification, the ability to bring balance back to the universe that so desperately needed it. I do not believe that is correct, Brother disagreed. If the creators were using their supernatural powers against the other's armies, then we would know about it. In fact, each of the armies fight very conventional battles, although with rather advanced weaponry from our point of view. That, too, is supposition, Jigo argued. If the creators see our purifiers as a threat, I believe they will not hesitate to use supernatural powers on us. I agree, it is a risk, but I estimate it is only a 27% chance of that occurring, Brother said. Good enough for me, Jigo said, resigned that his mission might be doomed from the start. Either way, he was prepared for any outcome as long as he pursued his primary mission. Recommendations? I believe a two-prong attack would weaken our forces and put us in more danger than if we focus on purifying our own galaxy first, Brother said. Jigo nodded thoughtfully. I agree. Two deities and their armies are enough to start with. In the other galaxy, can we begin to build fabrication facilities? The screen changed and a visual of the two interacting galaxies appeared in false color. Here, where the two galaxies have already begun to merge... I suspect we can integrate several thousand facilities since neither of the warring species has penetrated this region. The screen shifted and a list of planetary systems scrolled past. These are the best candidates based on raw resources available and lack of sentient life. Are there any sentient beings within this region at all? Jigo asked. Yes, approximately 472 to be exact, Brother reported. Only 67 possess adequate technology to pose a threat, and of those, only 4 possess interstellar transportation capabilities. Excellent. Let's get some seed pods sent there immediately, Jigo said. How is fabrication proceeding? The one facility offline is likely too badly damaged to warrant a repair. Tidal forces from the nearby gas giant have nearly ripped the planet into pieces. However, all the other 30,000 facilities are reporting online and processing. 30,000? Will that be sufficient to fight these two species? Jigo said. He was concerned about the deities and wanted a large impact from the start. If the gods were going to intervene, 
it would likely surface after the major attack. My estimates put the Triu forces at nearly 140 billion, not counting resident species that have fallen in with them. The Akriand army stands at about 67 billion due to the low birth rates of that species, Brother Dutifully reported. However, the recent changes implemented by their god, Hamet, have birth rates rebounding. We'll put a stop to that, Jigo said. Capabilities of both armies? Formidable, but we have all the specifications of their current weaponry, so we can at least match them in firepower, Brother said. However, you must remember, they can cleanse a planet and have shown no compunction at using that technology. Two can play at that game, Jigo said, but let's hope it doesn't come to that. Three, actually, Brother corrected. Are any of our reserves worthwhile? Jigo continued. I predict only about 52% of our reserves will even restart, Brother predicted. A billion years buried does serious damage. Activate them. We need to see what our force strength currently is, Jigo commanded. What about our facilities? How long before you project we will be adequately armed? Based on current resource projections, approximately two years, Brother said. Not sufficient, Jigo said. We must be ready sooner than that. Suggestions? Brother paused as if calculating several options. I believe we can use our functioning reserves to overtake some local systems for resources. We can expand our facilities to 40,000 and cut the time nearly in half. Of course, this assumes a 52% working reserve. Send whatever seed pods we have and make it happen. We need to increase our size before we make our presence known to the Acrian and Triu, Jigo said. Do not underestimate either species, Brother warned. Our early actions to expand our facilities will undoubtedly arouse the Acrian, who are the closest to our realm of influence. A risk we must take, Jigo said. Release the purifiers. We have a galaxy to cleanse. <laughs>